My name is Rosie and I am one half of the team that creates this podcast, Pause and Play It Forward. And I'm the other half. My name is Nicola. Pause and Play It Forward is for anyone who loves music, but particularly those of us who are a bit time-stretched and want a bit of advice on what to listen to next. We aim to introduce you to some new music and remind you of something familiar too. And hopefully, fingers crossed, you'll be inspired to seek out some of the music we recommend. We start with Music Club, where we review two albums we've asked each other to listen to. This episode, Rosie asked me to listen to Ravina and Asher's Awakening, and I asked Rosie to listen to Far Caspian, Ways to Get Out. Then we compile a top five on a theme. This episode, it's going to be a top five on songs about aeroplanes, and there were quite a few. I thought I was going to have to slip into songs about flying, but I didn't even really have to do that, so I was I was quite... Um, I was quite impressed with myself, to be honest. That's really good. I did have to veer into a bit of a flying thing, but I, but but I'll save that for in just a sec. Um, so sit with us, come and join us as we chat about music, old and new, and how it makes us feel. Every song we talk about is on our Spotify playlist. Plus, you can contact us via our socials whenever you like. All the links to our socials and the Spotify playlist are in this episode's description. Music club, then it's how we always aim to start. We're we're creatures of habit. We like doing the same things every time. Uh, Ravina or Far Caspian? Which shall we start with? Should we should we ease ourselves in with Far Caspian? On yes, a, you know, slightly more mellow, arguably slightly more mellow um, kind of vibe. Yeah, although not that much more mellow. No, no, absolutely. I was. We chose two quite mellow albums, yes. didn't we? We didn't. No, we did actually. We did. Yeah, I, I. Um, with Far Caspian Rose, I realised that I actually knew more of their older, more of their or his. I'll come on to that in a sec. Older material than I when I than I realised because they had an they had an EP called The Heights from 2019, which I listened to quite a bit. And then I, it sort of just slipped out of my musical memory. I think so. When I when I was listening to this album, I I had sort of delved a bit deep and I realised I had known a bit more about Far Caspian. I'm always a little. I'm also a little bit confused, and I'm sure somebody will correct me on this. But I always considered Far Caspian as a band. But when I've just when I've been um, obviously listening to the album and reading a little bit about Joel Johnston, who's the singer, I could have this wrong, but I think he tours with the band. I'm right. still a little bit confused because actually, when I was talking to some, there's a few du- there's a few like collaborations and duets and stuff. And in fact, I think my favourite song on the album is probably um our past lives i don't know if that's a a favorite of yours as well yeah i did i did also like that yeah and there's another track i really liked um pretend i liked but far caspian is only ever listed as being like multi-instrumentalist and producer joel johnston so maybe it's a live thing that could be i think i'd read something else that he tours with a band so uh, but yeah singer multi-instrumentalist and producer joel johnston is far caspian and this album, Ways to Get Out, um, is the follow-up to some highly praised EPs from before. Um, and so this is why I had asked you to listen to it. It was released last year, I think, but the de- de- a deluxe version of the album was released this year. And we decided to go with that one. So I'm really intrigued to know what you think about this. I- I've got no idea. I start off on a real sort of plane of I've no idea where what Rosie where Rosie is going to come out with this so that's really interesting because I'm not sure where I am with this either I 
on the one hand, I feel a bit like, oh, I never really want to listen to that again because it didn't really touch my soul. And on the other hand, I'm like, no, I'm interested in this. This is actually quite good. I really want to listen to it again. So um, I think this might be the first time in, what, 36 episodes that I actually don't really have much of an opinion. I don't have much of an opinion about the other album either, the one that I chose. I no. know, I know. That's so, no. I know. That really surprises me. I know. That really surprises so me. So I think I may be a bit of a moody Margaret this week. <laughs> <laughs> no. I can never imagine you being a moody Margaret. You're just... No, I, I refuse to believe it. I, I think I'm really busy at the moment, <laughs> like really busy. And I think I had a bit of a like, I, I kind of gulped when I saw the the album was an hour and 30 minutes long. And then I was I had to drive to Bristol and it felt like I listened to the album the entire way down and it still wasn't finished, which is obviously not right because it's a two hour drive, not an hour and a half drive. So it felt like a bit... It felt like a bit of a chore to listen to it the first time. And I don't think I ever shook that feeling off. Having said that, there are real moments of beauty in this album, aren't there? Where you kind of think, oh, wow. And it's really good. I can hear that it's good. I just can't, I can't find the, I can't find the, the key isn't quite turning yet. That's 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 it for me. But you tell me all about it. Did you absolutely love it? I, I'm I'm really in tune with what you just said. Actually, it was it was a slow burner for me when I first when when I did the first listen through, as I always do after we've recorded. You know, we know what we're listening to. Move on to the next thing. Move on to my other work, and I play it. I try and play it initially. You know, both our albums. Sorry, I tried to play them straight away when I first listened to Far Caspians. Um, Ways to get out. I found it difficult. Actually, I was like. I, I, it, it did feel a little bit of a, it was really hazy, I like that, it's kind of like hazy guitars, hazy melodies, it felt a bit of a slow, sloggy kind of journey through music and then I realised that actually on the second and third listen it was becoming something I really, really enjoyed. Then around the fourth listen, took me about a week, I realised that actually I was leaning towards it for comfort. His vocals are really swaying and they're quite soft but... I also really liked the the synthy stuff. Like I, you know, we've talked about this. I'm not naturally a synth, electronic type of um, person when it comes to music. I like the synthy stuff because it gave it a nice balance against the folky acoustic stuff. So, okay, this is good. And then I think some of the tracks just really hit hit with me really well. I, you know, you talked about the the collaborations and stuff. I really liked Pretend. Um, and I don't know, I had never heard of the artist before, but I think that one is um, with, uh, now I don't know if this is, if you use the acronym B-O-Y-O, -O, I'm sorry, I honestly don't know, but there's a song called Pretend, and that really liked that one. I was like, oh, I love that, I, I really enjoy it. So it was definitely a slow burn, and then things started happening around sort of two or, two or second or third listen in, where it came to life a bit more. Um I, I, also oh, no, I thought you were going to initially love it because I couldn't stop being able to hear Jack Johnson in it, and I know that you're you, he he's got a soft he's got a he's got a very well worn place in your heart, hasn't he? <laughs> he has <laughs> actually, he has, and it's a really, really it's a really uh, good point because I some of this I can imagine listening to it while I was travelling, as in yeah. you know my travelling days from a sort of independent long travelling days are, are over I should imagine for a while but 
interesting you were saying about driving to Bristol I saw it as something that you could do on a long journey you could listen to it on a long journey because it had that kind of movement sort of element to it um, and I wonder again with the Jack Johnson comparison again it's that maybe it's a bit comforting it sort of takes you away from the day-to-day I also read something that I thought you would really like as well. It was a review by the line of Best Fit and they, the reviewer found this album really captivating and they said it's the perfect soundtrack to your very own movie. And I could relate to that because there was a sort of wistfulness to it. It is quite imagine, cinematic, isn't it? Yeah, it is cinematic. Yeah, yeah. yeah I you know, can you're going off on a bit of a daydream. I don't know what I'll give. I'll let everybody have their own sort of thoughts on what their movie would be. But I thought, oh yeah, I really like that. I don't know what my movie would be. Um, I don't know, but I just thought that was a really nice way to describe it. It gave it a different, different um, p- perspective on it. Mm. Having said all that. I really enjoy it. I don't know if I rushed to listen to it again this afternoon, for example. Yeah, yeah, interesting. But I, yeah, but, but I, then yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't discard it completely. It's still going to be in my collection. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. What you mean I, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind giving it another listen. But earlier this week, I was a, it, it was like it, I had to give it a couple of days because I just didn't, you know, you know when you're like this isn't pushing any buttons for me in the slightest. But actually, it's. It, but it is, it is beautiful, actually. It is a really lovely album. It is really beautiful, isn't it? Again, someone and might be the same with you. Overarching feel of this album is an indie paradise. Fun. Oh, Interesting. Yes. Yeah, and I like that. Kind of blissful in certain parts. And um, definitely, I will definitely listen to it again. I think for me, I need to be, it needs to fit the right mood. But um I am really glad I listened to it, actually. Yeah, because I reckon first I thought, oh no, what have I done? Yeah, I reckon it's one of those albums that if you'd have... Do you remember, we used to go on holiday and we would like take like five or six albums with us. And it's one of those albums, isn't it, that if you'd have taken it with you and you'd have given it quite a few listens as you were, I don't know, driving around somewhere or, you know, you were by the beach or getting ready to go out or whatever, it would be a really lovely reminder of a really lovely holiday that's absolutely it definitely fits that holiday um you know that lovely feeling of when you look back on something that's been so enjoyable Mm -hmm. then you listen to it again and you relive it yeah i can see that definitely holiday yeah um yeah i i just found it even difficult to 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 know what to say about it because it is it almost almost like it is, it is what it is. Yeah, um, you know we've we've talked about other albums and that we've we've been able to really you know it's taken just taken us to lots of different places musically. It really does you know causes you to feel lots of different things. I I don't see this as a bad thing. It I just felt I I liked listening to I liked listening to it. Yeah yeah. Oh I tell you enough. what it would probably be quite nice a few of the songs in a nice stylish wine bar in the summer. That might be quite a nice place for it. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, I can just imagine. Or am I, I just feeling that anything would be quite nice in that after the last couple of years? Absolutely. I was going to say, are we just romanticising the fact that we just want to be drinking somewhere really nice? Having said that, you know, I love, I love a, I love any kind of sort of drinking establishment. Quite honestly, <laughs> be it an old, be it an old pub, um, you know. But I love the idea of the the white, you know, drinking a nice glass of wine somewhere nice. It would, it would make a perfect soundtrack, I think, definitely. Yeah, I love it. I'd, yeah, again, I'm definitely gonna. I really liked uh, my standout track. Uh, my standout track, I think, was definitely "Pretend." That's mm. the B O Y O 
I, yeah. I, I don't know if that's right, uh, collaboration. And there was two tracks, Get Along and Following the Trend, where they had this kind of synthy sound at the beginning that was yeah. kind of like, oh, this is a bit different. Um, so, yeah, it will not be my last listen of this album, definitely. Brilliant. Yeah. I think I'm going to listen to it again, but I might give it a few weeks, I think, and then go back yeah. to it and see if I've got some nice feelings about it. Yeah, yeah, agree. Maybe... When 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 we're next on holiday, we can say oh, yeah. I'm listening to it. That'll be Absolutely. nice. Absolutely. So I asked you to listen to Asha's Awakening by an artist called Ravina. I don't know if you know her. She's an American artist. Um, she did an album a couple of years ago. I think it was 2019 called Lucid, and it had fantastic reviews and was really really dreamy. Um, but this album was created as a concept album from the perspective of, of a Punjabi space princess. Indeed, yep. <laughs> and it, was, it wasn't quite as bonkers as I was expecting it to be, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was expecting it to be, like, really out there, and it wasn't. It was really listenable, um, and I really actually did like it. Um, it did take me a few listens to like um, but I'd, basically, the reason I wanted us to listen to it is I'd heard Secret, which features Vince, Vince Staples. It's the second track on the album. And I really liked it. And I thought, right, if I like that, then I'll, I might like some of her other music. Uh, what did you think then? What was your main kind of feeling? I found this really enlightening. Um, I had not heard of Ravina before. Um, I certainly haven't listened to many concept albums from the perspective of a Punjabi space princess. Um, and so I was But would like, like more. This is amazing, quite but honestly. would love more. Absolutely. I was quite, I was really, really enthralled by it. And um, yeah, I found um, it was an instant hook with the opening track, Rush. Mm. Um, I was immediately. Um, uh, tuned in I was like great I need to listen to this I found it really beautiful I think her voice is exquisite is. we've talked about vocalists vocals and vocalists before you know we talked about Amber Mark and how just her voice was so just incredible and I really liked Ravina's voice I just love that softness it's really it's really lush and really really enjoyable to listen to I think the production is really lush I think the instrumentation is really lovely um, and I liked that it incorporates lots of different sounds and instruments um and i i really enjoyed it yeah i was quite taken with it quite immediately a couple of the tracks i didn't didn't think worked so well i didn't really like some of the spoken stuff like the internet is made of plastic i think that's what it's no called. i know that I was that was like, quite oh. intriguing when we saw the song list i remember last week and um yeah, yeah so so what happens is that i think there's about five or six songs aren't there and they're quite beaty and quite uh like um electronic i suppose and then the um internet is like eating plastic and the intermission mm -hmm. song arrival to the garden of cosmic speculation and then yeah. after that it gets a bit dreamier mm. which i think is what lucid the um 2019 album was more like and i have to say at that point is when i did start really liking it I, oh, that's and, interesting. Yeah. yeah, and and then when I went back to listen again to the f kind of first half, slightly more upbeat, I I I actually quite liked it. Uh, you know, I I I liked it more than when I listened to it the first time. But I do still really like Rush, and I do still really like that Secret, the one, the initial song that I'd I'd liked with with Vince Staples in it. Um, I agree definitely. Do you know what with Rush? I wonder you 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 
good at many things, but you're really good at doing this. I can't work out what the key change sounds like with with um, Rush. There's something there's something about the way she sings, and then when the key change comes in, I was like, that does sound like another song, and I, I st- it's sort of oh, bothering yeah. me. I think I need to give it quite a few listens. It'll yeah. come. Um, it sounds like something else, but and maybe that's why as well, it was a bit of an instant hit. There was something quite um, familiar about it, even though. It's not any like anything I've heard before. It was a bit comfort. There's a lot of naughties kind of sound in it. There I were think. a lot of layers, weren't there? A so things layers. kept like yeah. bubbling up to the top, and you'd be like, "Oh, oh, that reminds me of something." I'm not sure what because by the time that thought had appeared, it had moved on to another sound. So yeah. it was, it yeah, was, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I loved all the just sort of like with Secret, for example, with Vince Staples. I remember you said that that was the one that I sh- that I, I should listen to, and I do I really like that. It's got like all of the different aspects going on. It's got like, the kind of bass line. I did have to look this instrument up. This is not something that is, I would know lots lots about, but the, the Swar Mandel is the, um, is the instrument. And I just loved that, the sort of riffing on that sort of Bollywood sampling. I thought that really worked. Mm. That was on the secret track and it really felt, sounded unique. Um, lots, of, lots of layers, like you said, lots of things that I really liked. There's the track Kismet. Um, I thought that sounded like Bill Withers' lovely day at the start. I don't know why. Yeah, it's Every quite soulful. Kind of yeah. Quite soulful. Yeah. yeah. Um, lots of things. Did you listen to the last track, The Guided Meditation? I didn't. Nor me. I, I listened, like I skipped through because I wanted to hear what her speaking voice was like. Um, but things like that make me feel a little bit inkyonky. Me too. <laughs> I'm really bad. It's like... When I used to do yoga in class, which I haven't done for ages, I'd almost panic ever so slightly at the end. You know, it's like everybody just, you know, you just lay down. I was like, oh, God, I'm just not good at calming down. I'd be like, I start thinking about what I need to get on my shopping list. And I'd be like, oh, I haven't done that. <laughs> yeah. Or I fall or I, or I fall straight asleep. I, I'm, I'm either like completely away with it because I can't meditate. I went, I had a, I did a six week meditation course with a friend <laughs> and I just used to sit there like, or I'd fall asleep, sat I, up. I know what you so, mean. I can fall asleep anywhere. It's quite a good trick, isn't it? You know, if you need to. I could just, I could lay on the floor and go to sleep now. It's yeah. kind of like, yeah, I know exactly when it has, it's one one or the other. Yeah. I'm absolutely wide awake and my thoughts are fluttering all over the place while everyone else just looks really tranquil, sort of tranquil. And I'm just like, what do I need for dinner? Oh, I haven't done that. Oh, it's so-and-so's birthday. You know, like your yeah. brain just goes off on yeah, one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or I'm just asleep, probably snoring. And then I think, just, will anyone notice if I get my... Pad and my pen out just so I, I can write that down so I don't forget it. Yeah. And then I think, mm, and then and then obviously I'm thinking about that. It's and, like yeah, carving things yeah. on your yoga mat, like yeah. bananas. <laughs> yeah, birthday, birthday card. card. You know, da, da, da. Um, <laughs> I think that's why I skipped the meditation. I was like, I can't do it. I haven't got time. You know, like really, like I haven't got time. It's really like defeats the whole object of meditation, obviously. So I wasn't sure if that one just felt a little bit kind of. What is it when you sort of just shove it on the end ever so slightly, a bit tacked on, a bit superfluous? But having said that, I'm sure that there's a lot of people that would have found that really lovely because... I also think it's interesting because it's a different kind of listening, isn't it? Because if if you bought an album and that was on the end of the album, you might be a little bit like, oh, yeah, all right. And you wouldn't listen necessarily all the way through. But now, of course, we listen by putting songs onto playlists and Absolutely, things like that, yeah. don't we? So it's different. It's a, it's a yeah. different kind of listening. Um, I do want to talk about the um, the duet with Asha 
yes. Puthley, I think Great, her I name too. is. Because she was, yeah, she was a regular performer at Studio 54. You know, she was an air hostess and then did an audition and became a singer. She's won, she's won awards. She did a duet in like 1970 something, but it only got released in 2005 or 2009 maybe. Um, yeah, I just can't really cope with how utterly amazing this Completely woman is. I completely agree. I thought I really must make sure that we focus, that we talk about a little bit more. I now want to go off and just do some research on, on her. I listened to a bit of a 1976 album actually, and I really liked it, yeah. I need to, I, I'm definitely going to do that. I read a bit about her um, in terms of that her recordings just cover so many different genres of music, and I loved the um, Studio 54 uh, yeah, you know the sort of reference, and she was dressed by various designers, Manal- Manalo Blahnik, yeah. who I've met. No way. Yeah, <gasps> I have met him. But How I, did that I, happen? What happened? I went to see him talking in a and it's a brilliant um, in discussion uh, in in discussion with him at the Design Museum in London, and I met him and he signed a book. He's just the loveliest man. And then on the way home, I hit my head in a taxi and gave myself concussion. <laughs> Is it because you were still a bit away with the fairies? I honestly think I was. I literally, I was in bed for a week because really? my concussion was so bad. I wasn't even drinking. I was just, I was so fully in, um, you know, enthralled by him. We had a chat. He signed a book. He signed a book for my mum. I was just, I was, I was just in a dreamy state of bliss and just completely misjudged getting out of the taxi, get, getting into the taxi, sorry, misjudged the sort of distance between my head and the taxi door. And gave it a really good whack, and the guy, the, ca- the taxi driver, was like, "Are you okay?" Because he didn't really like the sound of it. And I said, I'm, "Oh yeah, I'm fine." Oh, you know, that was a bit, that was hard, but I'll, I'll take a, you know, a paracetamol and again. I went to bed the next day. I felt I was fine. Then I started slurring my words in meetings, and I was all over the place. And I, ha- I had to go to hospital. It was all very dramatic. Oh, God. The, the, yeah, the concussion. So every time I look at this book, unfortunately, it does remind me of. You know, concussed state that I was in for a week <laughs> but it was worth it did you know like so you didn't know you were slurring your words but once someone told you was it like did you feel a bit agitated or were you okay completely exactly like, I thought I was absolutely fine and they kept saying to me are you okay I said yeah I'm fine and then I, she said are you sure and I said oh I don't know I do and I told her, told her what had happened didn't go into the whole Manalo Blahnik thing yeah. <laughs> I could have done well you never guess what I just said well, I did I hit my head last night and she was like right you are getting straight in a taxi. I'm booking you a taxi now. And I went to wherever it was in London. And, uh, yeah, it was an immediate, you have con- concussion. Your pupils are dilated. You need to go to bed. You need to not look at a screen. So I missed, like, my Christmas party. I missed loads of stuff. And then um, I, it was when I was engaged and we were due to um, register our, what's it called? Register your intention to get married. at the, re- yeah. at the re- And uh, the guy was like, what's your date of birth? And I was like, mm. <laughs> like what's your husband you know what's your fiance's date of birth hmm interesting I don't even know my <laughs> name at the moment I was like uh, sometime in August and it's like really bad we just looked really really strange so yeah and that was all because I met Manalo Vlanik it was all worth it though he was such a lovely man um so sorry I completely digressed going <laughs> oh, I loved to that Asha- <laughs> going back to Asha Puthley yeah she was dressed by Manalo Blahnik photographed by Andy Warhol um it, what an amazing yeah kind of story so I need to go off and do a little bit of research on her for sure and listen to her music of course so yeah I loved that and it must have been great for Ravina to um to sing with her as well so yeah and I'm and I'm guessing I'm guessing the uh 
which the, the, the album is named after her, surely. I couldn't find any reference to it online. I no, just assumed neither. I just assumed it was, but I, yeah, d- I don't too. know. Yeah, me too. And then I did a weird thing. I don't know if you did this, where I thought, oh, you know that song Brimful of Asher? Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, is that her? Uh, but I don't think it is. So that was a, that was a random diversion. But um, yeah, I thought I didn't know anything about Asher Poothley at all. So... That was a really, really insightful. That would make sense, thing. wouldn't it? Because it's a brimful of Asher on the forty-five, as in the yeah, yeah. The, the record. Did you yeah, do a bit so of googling that? When yeah, you I couldn't see it? any reference. I couldn't see any reference to that. So oh, again, well. I'll, I'm, I stand to be corrected if that's wrong. But yeah, I. Oh, goodness. So I thought it was a really, a really interesting listen. Nothing I've heard for a while, actually. You're so good at this. You're really good at recommending new music that I just haven't heard of before and it's a really, really welcome kind of addition to my weekly listening. Same as you. Yeah, no, I, I was so grateful for this. I've never heard of her. You know, I'm gonna, I will listen to it again. Mm. I want to listen to the 2019 Lucid. Yeah, gr- really good. Yeah. So I Yeah, I, I, I feel, it's really weird. I feel really positive about both the albums this week but also a bit mm. So I, I think it I think it's yeah. my I think it's my issue and hopefully I won't feel the same about next week's because I've got a they call it they call this the band themselves call this an album of funk bangers. Oh. Now you're talking <laughs> my language. <laughs> ne- for next episode I'd really like you to listen to a Norwegian band called Fear F I E H and the album is In the Sun, In the Rain. Oh, wow. And it was actually recommended to me, um, their song Telephone was recommended to me by lovely listener Andy, and I heard it and I really liked it. And then that was a few weeks ago, and then their album's come out, so... Oh, amazing. As I always feel like, oh, I don't know anything about music because I've never heard of this you, band. You would, I wouldn't expect though. you to because I think they've got less than 100,000 listeners on Spotify. So it's not like they're, you know, multi-million selling platinum, you know, and they're from Norway. So, you know, Fantastic. yeah, they yeah. all wear yellow in the in their ah, picture. I really like I it. Wait. I really like the band. She's got oh, a beautiful voice. A yeah. Field day with this Googling. I cannot wait. (laughs) And I think that's how you say it. Fear. F-I-E-H. F-I-E-H. Okay. Excellent. Thank you, Rose. I can't wait. And what's yours? I've gone this week with Young, Gifted and Black by Aretha Franklin from 1972. I felt like I was quite keen to go back this time. Not sure why I've loved. I still love listening to all of this new music. It it really fills my soul. And then I I heard on the radio the other day, Daydreaming from this yeah. album I think yeah. it's up there as one of my favourite tracks of all time and I thought I have to listen to this album again it's from 1972 um, it was her 18th Aretha Franklin's 18th studio um, album which is obviously amazing yeah. it was r- lots of awards and um, accreditations and I had daydream in that track it was introduced to me by an an artist called Avery Sunshine. Oh, I remember Avery Sunshine. I remember Avery Sunshine, American singer-songwriter. Yeah. He's lovely. And I saw Avery Sunshine at the Islington Assembly Hall long, you know, a good, good few years ago, and she performed the most incredible version of this song. And I hadn't heard it. I know other songs from this album. For some reason, I don't hadn't heard Daydreaming. So when I heard Avery Sunshine sing it, I was like, I have to look that up immediately. Um, and and then yeah, I thought it was a good time to listen to some Aretha because 
When is it never a good, you know, when well, is it never not a good quite, time? So I mean, she is just unbelievable. And unbelievable. the album cover yeah. of this album alone needs a good, like, 40-minute chat about it. It does. It needs a deep <laughs> analysis. <laughs> um, oh, brilliant. I've, so, as, as often with uh, most albums, haven't actually listened to this album all the way through. But, um, but I know... I'm just going, yeah, I know that one. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. This is going to be pure indulgence this week. Excellent. Usually so. I love the contrast of the two albums. So, very mm. excited. Brilliant. Excellent stuff. Our top five for this week is all about aeroplanes, which is very exciting. And uh, it was not as difficult. I thought it might be a bit difficult to come up with one or two right but then I was listening to the radio a lot this week and Dave's song Starlight right not only does his do his lyrics say feel like me on a private jet right it also has fly me to the moon in the background as no, well no. so I was like no way <laughs> so that got me on a proper like oh there's gonna be loads and brings <laughs> me to my number five Excellent. Which is Charlie XCX featuring Rina Sawayama, I think you say it. It's currently in the charts, Nicola. You are so current. I know. <laughs> and the song is called Beg For You. And it's my number five because it's only got one lyric about an airport, uh, about an air, well, it's an, about about flying and an airport. It says, you know, I go insane every time you have to take a flight. And then talks about kissing under the um, lights at the airport. Oh, so that's delightful. my number five. How amazing. I love the currentness of Me yours. too. I can honestly say that not one of mine in my top five <laughs> are at all current. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> skipping over that. No, I'm great. I, um, I look, look forward to hearing that. That sounds excellent. Um, my number five is, <laughs> I don't know why, why I'm laughing. My number five is Raving I'm Raving by Shut Up and Dance featuring Peter Bouncer from 1992, which may just be one of the best rave tracks in my humble opinion ever I made know, I don't know. <laughs> now I just have to say whenever we compile these top five choices I, I listen to my heart and my head you know I really resist the urge to kind of research and stuff I go with what comes to mind and what immediately came to mind was this old school rave tune which is um a, a, a sample or a riff of do you, you know walking in Memphis mm -hmm. walking in Memphis by Mark Mark Cone. Oh my God, I do, know this, I do know this song. I do know this song. This song is pure old school magic, bass heavy gorgeousness. <laughs> and I just cannot get enough of this tune. I, and, and, and it's purely the reason I picked it is because of the um, walking in Memphis, obviously put on my, my what does he say blue suede shoes and broaded the plan. Put on my. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. Whereas yeah. in Raving I'm Raving, obviously we put on our raving shoes um i love this track so much you know what i had to do a little bit of research about this this track actually was number two in the uk charts in 92 and then it just quickly collapsed out of the charts because the guy so shut up and dance the, the two guys they hadn't got the proper clearance for the sample that, right. that dominates it yeah. and then as a as a result it kind of became a bit of a um what's that word sort of cult you know people start playing it and then uh, buying it and kiss with would play it and Kiss FM would play it. Um, it's just, it's great. Like you, you cannot not listen to this and want to dance. It's it's excellent. So yeah, I've gone with um, raving and raving. Oh, I can't wait to listen to that again. Oh my god, that's brilliant.
I love it. You're always so, we're always so different. Like, I always think, wow, I never thought that. Um, One you might have, or at least you might have thought of, is a song from Top Gun. And it's Kenny Loggins and Danger Zone. It's the dodgiest video. A lot of, like, you know. (laughs) I love this song. Brooding. Brooding and planes, I'd say. That's basically it. Yeah. Yeah. It's excellent. (laughs) I love that chant. Kenny Loggins, obviously a footloose fame. Yeah. 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 Just come up with the best tracks from the 80s. Oh, that's an excellent <laughs> one. I, I kind of totally missed the Top Gun reference. Why? I've no idea because I love that film and the, and the music that came from it. So that's excellent. <laughs> um, my number four is Aeroplane Blues from the Black Keys. It's been a while since I've talked about my love of the Black Keys. Um, yeah. It's from 2004's Rubber Factory album, which is one of my favourites of theirs. There's not much to say about Rose other than it's just great great rock guitar kind of sound yeah. uh yeah not much else to say apart from i love that track i've got one that uh doesn't actually mention airplanes apart from in the title i don't think and you are going to remember it but i might have to i might have to tell you the chorus um it's m-i-a paper planes do you remember it it's my number two <gasps> oh my god oh. absolutely love it me too. It came to mind immediately, actually. But but uh, as you said, I'm not sure if it references like where does no. the planes come into. It? I don't know, but it was it was literally the first song when you set this theme. It was my um, it was my immediate thought. Oh, I love this track. Me too. Just love Me everything too. about it. It's got some great samples in it as well. It's I got some to do. great samples. Yeah. And uh, it, I read somewhere that it was like one of the first songs to talk about swagger, and then that 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 got like picked up and taken. You know, like, you know, and now it's quite a, a big thing, isn't it, to talk about yeah. swagger? Yeah. No one so, on the corner has swagger like us. Hit me on yeah. my phone, a prepaid wireless. I, I remember sort of like listening to it. It was such a Brit- British thing. Um, I think it's about, I think it's about America and like that sort of endless pursuit of money and immigration and, and stuff. But it's, so there's there's obviously some serious themes there, but it's so catchy, isn't it? Infectious. So good. Uh, I love it. Yeah, the sample straight to hell from the Clash and Rump Shaker by Rex and Effect. <laughs> I knew. I thought. Do you know what? As I was as I was putting it in my number three, I thought Nicola's either going to not remember this at all, or is going to know all the lyrics <laughs> to it. <laughs> it's the latter. Although I would never, obviously, try and reenact the way that Mia sings it because she's just got that swagger. Obviously, she's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love the samples. I really got into remembering how much I love that track. So yeah, that is my number two, and that's your number three. Is that right? Yep. Excellent stuff. Um, my number three is "Learn to Fly" by the Foo Fighters. Um, I thought it might be. I know. Sorry, a little the video bit is just yeah. Video no. Do you know, there was one thing I'm sure I, I feel like this is something that everybody knows, but I didn't. Did you know that um, it's back in 2015? They, there was this YouTube video that was doing kind of doing the rounds. A thousand Italian musicians um, all played and sung the song in unison. So it's just this amazing video, and it was their way of pleading to the Foo Fighters, come and play a concert in I think it's Cesana in Italy. It got 33 million views. So obviously, I had so much work to do this morning, but I was like, I've got to just check it out. If Do not watch this YouTube video unless you want to sit there and cry your eyes out. It is unbelievable. It's like pure joy. It's like music, and it's just beautifulness. It's just a 1,000 Italian musicians playing Learn to Fly. It's lovely, honestly. And then Dave Grohl did like a response video, which I, so I then started going down a massive rabbit hole of YouTube. Oh my YouTube god! Did. Yeah, and then their their sort of wish came true because they did end up the Foo Fighters did play 
a concert in this area of Italy and um, started their set with Learn to Fly. So it's really, really lovely little story oh, attached to that. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So if you want to cry, if you need another reason to cry today. <laughs> Never need an extra yeah, reason to just cry. Just in case you needed something else to set you off. What's your number two? What a lovely words? song. Oh, yeah, it's actually a song that, again, has... It, it, it's, it's got the name Jet, but Jet is probably... They think either a Labrador or a horse owned by Paul McCartney. But then later on, he said it was just a load of nonsense lyrics, but it's Wings and Jets. Um, And I loved Wings when I was a kid. I loved Linda McCartney. I thought I would quite like to be Linda McCartney. I think mainly because it just looked like she sat there. Do you know what I mean? And just had a nice time. And I don't think that was the case. But in my head, I was like, yeah, I could do that. I could just sit there and sing <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. Right? Yeah. And then they just... My dad had one of their albums, and so I used to listen to it a lot. And I just kind of grew out of it. You know, it it was associated for a really long time with when I was really young. And anyway, I didn't really think about Wings much until last year I saw a TV programme called Love. I think that's what it's called. Um, and it's uh, like a comedy... It's American kind of comedy, but I wouldn't say it's not laugh out loud. It just kind of, it's just not, it's just not a drama, I think, you know, rather than it be a comedy. It's just not, doesn't really fall into any category. Um, anyway, um, they meet for the first time and go to this party and the ma- one of the main characters, Gus, sings this song with a band. And uh, and it's, it just reminded me what a brilliant song it is. Oh, how lovely. Excellent choice. You know what I really like about this so far? I know we need to whittle these down, but we've got a real mixture of genres, decades, all that kind of stuff. It's it's really shaping up to be brilliant. I love that story. Well, my number two was Paper Planes by MIA. So shall I go with my number one? Yeah. It's Paper Aeroplane by Angus and Julia Stone. Oh, I love this song. Me too. I think I, I MIA and then this one were the songs that came to mind. Um, the um, This is from 2007's Heart Full of Wine. And I was living in... Sydney at the time and I just heard them everywhere they're like siblings aren't they sibling singer they singing, are something yeah. like I do and I just yeah. thought they were really cool I love their sort of ethereal folky stuff um so yeah it had to be number one I think it's a gorgeous song I also had in my notable mentions Big Jet Plane from Angus and Julia Stone this at my sister Michelle and her husband Craig's wedding they live in Sydney so their wedding was in Hunter Valley in Sydney they had this as um one of their one of their songs that they sort of played in the evening and even now I cannot listen to it without sort of feeling a bit the emotion a bit emotion um so two plane related songs from angus and julia stone but i've gone for paper aeroplane is my number one i know this song really well i really 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 love it yeah isn't it yeah yeah my number one is the one that kind of inspired it i suppose um it was written by john denver but it wasn't a hit for him until peter paul and mary had their hit with it and it's leaving on a jet plane i think thought you might have done this one it made me think of you i know i can tell you every single lyric to this song um i remember i loved it so much and i borrowed it off my nanny bet and granddad wally they had a a greatest hits of peter paul and mary um and it also had on it obviously puff the magic dragon which makes me cry oh god i know we are emotional today aren't we (laughs) It is all about the emotions today, like, what we, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I knew that I sort of had a witchy sort of feeling that you would put this in at least in your, at least in your top five. 
Uh, I wondered if it would be your number one or number two. So I'm so glad you included it. It's lovely. Yeah. Brill. Okay. Well, wow, we, what a selection. We've, yeah, we've got, um, we've got one the same. MIA, Paper Planes. Brilliant. Excellent. Um, and actually, I'm really fine to drop the Charlie XCX and Beg For You. And I'm also fine to drop Kenny Loggins as well. That was more of a Top Gun reference, if I'm being <laughs> honest, than the, than the 80s rock. Um, I would love to have Leaving On A Jet Plane, if possible. Absolutely. Yeah, I was going to say we must. Um, and excellent. I would quite like, but we'll... Uh, jet by wings but let's talk about yours um yeah, I, I think that should go on there too oh really oh okay yeah all right then i, do. I think that's lovely um so I, in terms i would really like raving i'm raving yeah i really right. want that definitely one definitely on a raving mood today especially when that bass hits it's amazing so i think raving i'm raving um i um i t- um I think it's well known how much I love the Foo Fighters, but Learn to Fly is not my favourite song. I think it was enough just to mention it today. Okay. Look at the video again and then talk about that amazing, it, it, the the guys in Italy. So I think that's cleansed it from my soul. That's okay. been enough. Um, I adore the Black Keys. Um, of that album, Rubber Factory, Aeroplane Blues is not one of my favourite tracks, but I think it was enough to mention it. So I wondered if we should have Paper Aeroplane by Angus and Julia Stone. Interestingly, it was the second song I thought of because uh, oh, I do know really? it really, really well. I just preferred a few others. Do you know what I mean? So I'm really pleased. Let's put that in because that is that is excellent. So our top five songs about aeroplanes <laughs> is looking like this jet by wings paper aeroplane angus and julia stone raving i'm raving shut up and dance leaving on a jet plane by peter paul and mary although the john denver version would also be acceptable and our joint winner so must be number one is m-i-a and paper planes oh i can't wait to listen to this that is such a mixture of excellent music, isn't it? You know, the raving, the acoustic stuff, the folky stuff, the just the, the, the everything about that. Lovely. This is, oh, it makes me want to go on holiday just to <laughs> have a reason to listen to that top five. Very much enjoyed that. Brill. So I'm actually off to Disney, fingers crossed, COVID allowing, all of that kind of stuff. And I wondered if maybe we could put together our top five Disney songs. It's going to be really difficult. This is going to take going to some... Re- I've thought of five straight away. Self-discipline, me too. <laughs> it's just like bang, 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 bang. What an excellent theme. I love this. Always need... I, I never need a reason to kind of go back to your childhood, etc. Oh, amazing. Excellent stuff. So next week then, we're going to be listening to... Fear, In the Sun, In the Rain and Young, Gifted and Black by Aretha Franklin for our music clubs and our top five theme is going to be Disney songs just making me laugh to think about it (laughs) (laughs) The albums that we listened to for episode 11 were Ways to Get Out by Far Caspian and Ashes Awakening by Ravina and our theme for this week was Aeroplanes If you want to get in touch, if you want to listen to the playlist that Nicola lovingly curates, which mentions every single song that, sorry, which which has in it every single song that we mention, be it a mini mention or a mega mention, uh, you can find the links on our show description. Or just search Pause and Play It Forward and all the information is there. So whatever you're doing and wherever you are, remember to pause and play it forward. This is a ProLight Media production.